It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Greetings, you've landed at the VUC, IP Communications and VoIP Community. We would like to thank Simwood.com for their support. Simwood can turn you as a developer into a telco. Our hosted PBX is from OnSIP.com, and you can go to GetOnSIP.com for a URL people can click to call you. We've been privileged over the last five years to be using the best conference bridge on the planet. Yes, I'm talking about ZipDX.com, full-color, full-featured, full-HD conference bridge. Our website, VUC.me on the web, is hosted by Bluehost.com. And our worldwide local rate dial-ins are from Voxbone.com. Okay, it's VUC 528. We're really pleased to have some great guests with us. Um, in answer to a question that Matthew asked me a few minutes ago, we would um, maybe be going with Matrix first since they're here. <coughs> Excuse me, but uh, we can't do that because we're waiting for James with a demo. So first off, let me introduce the folks that are with us. Uh, starting, and this is in order of what who I'm seeing. Okay, we have uh, with us from Matrix Amandine. Hello, Amandine. Hello. And welcome. Uh, I think you've maybe been on, but welcome to the VUC. We're happy to have you. Thank you. Uh, Mr. Andy Smith needs no introduction at all, so oh. he's here with Andy. Debbie Davies, not the guitarist, right? But better <laughs> than the guitarist. The lovely Debbie, who we met in Berlin, and we're really pleased to have you for joining us. It's great to have you. You're going to be telling us about your work uh, in Berlin, presumably, or maybe it's not tied to Berlin. I don't know, but we'll get to that. Okay. Uh, Then we've got, of course, Matthew Hodgson, who's also Matrix, and uh, he he says he looks like his VM host has died, but (laughs) apparently you still look good, still alive. That's interesting. That's... uh... You're still here for the moment. It looks like Andy having a disaster. <laughs> Welcome back. Michael Graves, of course, needs no... He's the guy who does half the stuff around here. And I want no. you to check out his uh, poster in back, which is a great argument for excellent definition. It says, every last bite. Life is simple, every last bite. Tim Panton, of course, is uh, Mr. WebRTC, among other things, and a regular. We're always happy to have you with us, Tim. And, uh, ladies and gentlemen, it's Yulia from Moscow. We can hear you now, Yulia, right? Hi, guys. Sorry. Nice to, nice to see you and nice to be with you. It's great to have you. And we're going to be talking yeah. a little bit about, we're going to do talking a little bit about what you're doing soon. Of course, this is me. Everybody knows me. And I have a huge spot right here, so I am not going to show myself. Um, we really should get started, if you folks don't mind, um, maybe with Wire, simply because we want to do that demo, show the screen of uh, Matrix when, um, when James gets back. So if everybody's okay with this, uh, who would like to talk, besides me, about a Wire? Who would be the first likely candidate did, I think? Well, maybe Yulia hasn't, but... Uh, mm-hmm. do the, yeah, you know Wire? Yes, of course, you've been on Wire, right? Any reflections you'd like to make on it? Just, uh, what should I tell us? It's another me- messenger, and um, that, um, uh, it's, it's, 
what should I tell about the functions, what I like, what I don't like? Or, yeah, I mean, is there any, did you see any, because in a sense, what you're saying is just another messenger. It's true, it is just another messenger. Did you like the look, or is there any particular thing that out about Wire? Um, the first who used a picture, I mean, a photo, photo of a person during conversation. Mm-hmm. So this conversation very personal, and it's at some some emotions to 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 a messaging process. But from another side, uh, this picture by uh, by your um, by another party. So if I don't want to see this picture, I cannot change it. In other in from other side, it can also retimers some people who, who use the service. So that's, that's what I found about it. And other, um, other functions, uh, I didn't test much. I just saw this from, from this uh, from psychological point. Right. And that's, that's you make a good point. We're going to call on Tim in just a second, but let me mention that we're talking here, which is at wire.com, W-I-R-E.com. That's right, Tim. Okay. Take a drink. <laughs> and um, also, uh, you, you, you might not have a web client now because it was restricted. There is no Windows client, right? Is that, That's correct, isn't it? So it was restricted to people with Mac OS X or, or Android. But you can now... In, ju- in just a moment, I'll put the web client on my oh, good. screen and you can see Great. it. Um, so I'm going to give your appreciation, a couple thoughts on why we, by the way, we invited Wire, uh, Alan and, uh, Jonathan and a bunch of people, but they're all running around and I guess they don't have time. Not a problem. We'll talk about it. Tim? <laughs> I mean, I think Yulia's, uh, thing about the, the psychology and the look is, is, is right. I think it's probably the most interesting aspect of it is the way that they get it look. And what, what I hadn't realized, and, and this is a cross between me being ignorant and them being too subliminal, I think, is that the image actually blurs. So you, if you're in a group chat, what you see is the backdrop for the chat, and, and maybe Michael can show us this in a minute. You see is the backdrop for, um, is the last person who spoke or typed, and they fade over time. They get less and less visible, which I think is a really interesting, subtle trick. It's so subtle, I missed it for about a month. Until um, somebody pointed it out to me, so maybe that's like I don't know if it actually added to it subliminally know it, or or maybe it's too subtle for real users. I don't know. Has anybody else noticed this? Yeah, yeah, I, I saw it at the beginning because um, it does an incremental um, roll up, so it's about twenty, thirty pixels on the phone, and it goes and increases the Gaussian blur that they're doing on it, and you get subtle and quite subliminal and nice. But I that it's a little disconcerting to see your face um, taking over. Some someone's entire wallpaper every time you say something. And it's kind of interesting because it means the last, well, the person who had the last word in the conversation ends up branding it forever. So there's this um, bizarre kind of um, incentive to have the last word. Yeah. Um, but if, if you scroll up, see, it, this is our um, our active VUC chat stream in Wire. On my, If you scroll up, it blurs that last person's in, as, as sort of a context shift, right? And then as you get down to where they were the, said the last thing, it comes back like that. It's actually kind of, kind of pleasant. Although I will say, I did get some Courtney that inspired me to change my profile pic because he felt that I was staring at him all afternoon <laughs> the other day. <laughs> oh, me too. Especially on the wire uh, on the desktop, which I think is top secret, by the way, Randy. So uh, no, nobody knows about the. No, no. Uh, yeah, that's right. Oh, it probably was. I was supposed to say, and I promised I was going to say that it's coming soon. Very, very uh, re- restricted beta, but they will have a web client soon, and they're going to, I presumably, have a Windows client too. Um, but uh, 
Um, yeah, it's interesting that they've switched to, to no longer desaturating the image. So you do see it in beautiful color, and it's a lot more kind of um, uh, spectacular. So yeah, M Michael's um, uh, image staring back, 1984 um, Orwellian figure was a, was a, a great movie, so <laughs> they, just as well as Has that switch made it to the switch in, in color uh, to the... Um, the Apple client because I'm running it on the Apple desktop and I'm, and everyone's still uh, kind of sepia tones rather yeah, than full. Yeah, the iOS I, apps are still doing it in sepia, um, but Android is doing it in color now, I believe. <laughs> okay. And and yet the Android app still has the little you can go in and pick the color that mm. they would use to kind of sepia tone the the image, but it doesn't. It's just not as pronounced in its use. So I mean I think I think this kind of stuff is indicates and it's kind of this is a segue into what Debbie does this indicates the way that the kind of artistic presentation of apps is starting and that it's you know real-time communications is finally stopping being looking like a teletype and starting to look like more like real life and I think that's um, or at least attempting to I think some of it is a mistake and some of it works very well and maybe that varies from person to person but I think that aspect is, a, is kind of really interesting and seems to be to me what an aspect of what Debbie does but I wouldn't speak for her I wouldn't dare no no Steve Jobs started it all making sure everything looked pretty you know that's moving well, to packaging I mean, by the value way value in an aesthetic right there's, there's yeah. value in being aesthetically what's expected now it's moving to pain. I got a one plus one. You see by the box. You've seen this, Michael. The, the box looks a little bit like Apple box. A lot of the the Nexus, the Google stuff. Let's get back to Debbie though. Debbie, I was just going to try wire or know anything about it before we talk about you. I, I just sat here going. I have no idea what they're talking about. Okay, so Wire is another yet another client that does real time stuff. James, let's talk about you and what you're doing. How do we introduce that? Um, I am an artist living in Berlin, waiting to see if America will say yes to my visa application to live and work there for three years. So um, I'm just hanging out in Berlin, waiting for a verdict. Doing some art, working with a lot of start. My, um, I work as an artist, but my background, my recent uh, background was working for University of London at a place called the Centre for Creative Collaboration which was more of um, an incubator than an accelerator. So I worked a lot with um, startups who were in um, the 15 months of their business, probably. Um, and uh, I had an opportunity to come to Berlin, um, do my job. My job's now finished with University of London, so I'm just picking up bits of work here and there. And as I said, waiting for my visa application to be approved of or not. So, n no knowledge of wire. We should terminate the wire thing by um, asking Amandine for her impressions if she'd care to give any. You don't have to, but if you would like to, that'd be fine. Amandine. Sure, as soon as I manage to unmute myself. So, Good. yeah, I'm, I, I, I really think that the event on the app is interesting, and I completely agree with Tim on this, uh, the fact that we are entering in a, a time where user experience is becoming central. It's really, really exciting because there are a lot of stuff to be done here. Mm. Very complica complicated user experience things to attack, but um, I think the communiers can be very, very interesting in that area. And uh, Wire is part of this kind of new revolution. Mm. They, did, view, at least. they did do on that. I agree with all of you. Um, I just out of curiosity, has anyone tried Snapchat? I've asked a couple of you individually. Uh, Snapchat is the big object, and it's mostly for young, obviously people younger than all of us even. But, it, but it's not that new. No, it's not, not that new. Years. 
But I ask because it has the worst UI of anything I've ever seen. It's just completely, <laughs> completely. But it's it's a brilliant concept. I don't want to go on about that. We, we're not here for that. But it's a brilliant. I think that it's got a huge future, and I think it's growing, and it's going to be big uh, because it's you know young people are not interested in Facebook and all the tame stuff anymore. And I'm paradigm is that right? Yeah, is good, but the UI is just completely un unmanageable. You really don't know what's going on. And James is with us, so we can talk a little bit about Matrix now as we try to... Can you arrange that for us, James, so we can... I can, yeah. Okay. This afternoon, we, we... You know we like dangerous demos. Oh, do we do? Uh, we do. Um, so dangerous. What we're going to do is we're going to take my iPhone 6 and hook it up to my MacBook, which is what we're talking on right here. And so I can share it. Uh, whilst I'm thinking about how I'm going to do that, Randy, you just bubble onto yourself. What <laughs> but actually, James, can I just um, check? Uh, because uh, Andy messaged me minutes after we went on air to say that the true phone server that runs Matrix had disappeared off the internet. Which is possibly, I was, uh, was going to let him go through the whole, the whole setup. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm afraid we have a network problem to the server that has matrix.tp.mil accessible. So you would have to connect through the matrix.org server. Yeah, so if you just sign into the app or log out, okay. you log in. Um, well, I'll, I'll tell you, if I share my screen, you can talk me through what I've got to do to reconfigure it. Ah, oh, that sounds like a perfect idea. Let's hope that the logout button works. <laughs> And for some reason. So if I'm supposed to be burbling while James is setting up here, uh, we what we did not do is mention, because here we are talking about wire, we didn't really say have um, person-to-person audio calling. It's audio only, right, I think. Uh, which um, No, it isn't. It's video as oh, well. Oh, does it have video as well? You know, <laughs> calling? No, Tim says no. Calling? No. I got 700 no. ways to call people. You know what I mean? So I, no, he's wrong. Yeah, but Tim can be wrong. No, we, we, we do uh, we do video Mike Matrix, don't we, Matthew? No, I, we're talking about uh, wire. Yes, indeed. Oh, wire. Oh, yeah. No, wire, wire doesn't do video. I was just saying yeah, that not- while we're before we conclude the discussion of wire, to say that you can make audio phone call, or audio. But, I mean, everybody in his grandmother is making audio calls, so, I mean, that's not actually something to get all excited about. Um, I'm trying to think of some messenger make audio calls right now. Can you? Can anyone? Um, I guess- IRC. <laughs> IRC. Well, yeah, right. IRC is the only thing that I know that doesn't do... Uh, the interesting thing is that they literally only did video calling and nothing else, and you couldn't even turn off video. And FaceTime, too, of course. You can do audio until they finally launched FaceTime audio. So, uh, I mean, there point. is some precedent for it. That's a good point. Yeah, audio. I, I have not been a big FaceTime user myself. And now I don't have a client, so I mean I don't have a an Apple. So whilst James is um, battling with his um, screen sharing setup, perhaps um, I can give a quick update on where we're at on Matrix at yep. the moment and what we're going to show. Um, because thing, I spoke about this in December, mm-hmm. and um, it was very early days. We tried to do some WebRTC calls, and um, Jitsi was melting everyone's laptops, and it went quite interestingly. But and since then, things have got a lot more performance and stable. It's um, still in relatively early beta, so we only went into formal beta, I think, that did the last VUC um, back in December. So now we're, we're a few months in, but some things are taking off um, quite a lot. Um, we've had some coverage recently on uh, Linux, which was a bit surprising, given we're not really to do with Linux, but um, LWM wrote up a very nice story on us yesterday. 
We've had Hacker News going viral on us. We've had a lot of them. And amazingly, people are starting to federate up and use matrix servers um, all around the place, which is, frankly, a bit terrifying. Constant stream of um, people coming into the, the chat rooms there. And if people aren't familiar with what matrix is, it's um, basically a decentralized um, chat system. You can see a screenshot of it right now. This is our web client showing some chaos in hashbuc on matrix.org. Um, we seem to be zoomed in a bit, at least there on my view, which makes it hard to, to see what's going on. But basically, it's uh, like IRC, but it does WebRTC as well as the chat. It's completely decentralized. Hypothetically, your server drops off the net. Um, you can still get at the history of the rooms which are hosted there. And when it comes back on, it can resynchronize all of its history. So you never lose anything. We might even see this happening. So I'm not entirely sure what's happening. There <laughs> I'm just on showing the different the screencast. I think Reggie's having fast, much fun trying to screen. So, so um, Debbie's in the in the center of the universe for um, for um, cryptographic messaging, and I I no doubt some of the some of your meetups have been. The being people in 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 black jeans and black shirts who who won't give you your name their names. So uh, <laughs> I suspect that this is this is probably the kind of they're uh, interested in. Yeah, I think you're probably right. Yeah, we've had a lot of interest from the um, German crypto freak and cyberpunk um, kind of school. It falls down. Lots of gentlemen turning up with um, black fedoras with silk bands and little round glasses and trench coats and very very chunky black boots um, <laughs> who wanted to talk to us. You know who you are. He wanted to talk to us for hours on end about some key ratchet algorithms and some of the crypto that we're doing. And the embarrassing thing is that the single biggest feature missing from Matrix right now is end encryption. We've got everything else in there. And we've got the de distribution, the decentralization. Anybody can run their server and get up and share their history. But at the moment, it's actually on the server. So you have to trust your server admin, just like um, on email with an IMAP server or SMTP. Uh, which is okay to a point, but we're really looking forward to encrypt. So, and in fact, we're starting on that next week. Good. Are you any closer, James, to being yeah, able to share? I broke, I broke everything and then realized it's not working. It's that I had plugged the wrong lead into the MacBook. And, right, come on, you can do That's it. That's why we dangerous demos. You've no idea how good that makes me feel. <laughs> no, crash and burn at your own dangerous demo. That's brilliant. Well... All right. Well, we're well. We're waiting for James. I, 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 on the on the lost lead front, I <laughs> distinctly remember spending what must have been about half a day looking for a a three foot lead in the middle of the desert. <laughs> we found one in the end. We borrowed one from a radio studio. But um, yeah, this is not the lead you're looking for. <laughs> well, no, it wasn't long enough. It was like I can't connect these two. They don't meet. That was my problem. Anyway. Anyway, Incidentally, uh, as a sideline, Radio, Radio Shack is going away now, so there'll be no more just randomly looking for leads yeah. in, in uh, convenient places anywhere across right. North America. So uh, while we're waiting for James to... Sorry, Randy. No, it's my, uh, my, I uh, beg your pardon. Oh, we're ready here. Somebody's showing something here. Yeah, sorry, that, that was just me. I just okay. wanted to show the, um, uh, my side to the matrix um, call. So this is um, hash for UC. You can see a whole bunch of different conversations mm -hmm. on my left-hand side. Right. And so the idea here is to actually show the iOS application that no one has seen yet because it's not on the app store, so you have to go and build your own to, to work. And that's what James is just going and screening on his side. 
So you can see um, uh, Jim going and chatting in IRC there. I'm going to say there something like, hi, Jim, and um, you can probably go and post an image into the, the web client uh, whilst um, James gets Yeah, this is where somebody like me comes in and replies to you with mine. I hope so. Let's find out. Oh, there we go. That's hopefully something not too offensive to go and upload. You've got to be carrying all these screens. Yeah, especially my desktop, which has got about 4,000 random <laughs> files on it, some of which probably shouldn't be put into there. Oh, it is working. Yeah. Oh, no, it isn't. Yes, there's a hello world. Yeah, well, yes. And a hello, well, James. I have got the, the phone up on the screen now, but... It's just need to change capture device. Yeah, it's stuck. It's stuck age. So I'm just going to flick into that one and then flick back again. And hopefully it will... Yeah. No. It won't work this afternoon. I can testify that you had a terrific demo running this afternoon. We don't know what the network problems are. Well, I'm sorry, Mr. Bodie. We can't give you the prize. You're, you're not going to get it this time. Um, I'd like to talk to Yulia because uh, she made the effort to finally get audio and everything. And um, I'd like to hear a little bit about what you've been doing. What else? I know well, there I may be... Oh, well, wait a minute now, James. You, you may not be able to tell us some things, but what can you tell us about what you've been into? Yeah, uh, now from all this beautiful stuff you're testing and you're developing, I'm uh, working in Boston Consulting Group for as analysis of telecom and um, technology area. It's um, not only CIS, it's also global, so it's quite exciting for me. And I'm doing for the last few months. And before I was um, in mobile operator for innovations. Uh, here in Moscow. Owning James uh, Trufon Sims, I guess. No, 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 no more. That that was. Uh, I just. I'm still interested in this area, and I, I, I information, and I'm trying to read some hackers. Uh, um, um, uh, you know, chat. I'm sorry, I'm a bit tired because we have almost nine school. Uh, yeah, so I'm trying to follow this area, but my main job is far from this all beautiful stuff. I I following what this big boring tell companies doing, <laughs> and and that's my job. And do you think you'll be participating in uh, the TAD hack? Going to be in Portugal by any chance? That's where we met. All of us. Yes, I think so because I've never been to Portugal and I'm still um, still is these uh, guys. I I was in uh, Madrid and I will attend with a great pleasure if if I will have opportunity because it's kind of uh, it's like here to be to be uh, with uh, with people who develop something, not just followed by developers like it's in classical industries. So I, I I will do my best to join. That'd be great. Um, I will. Huh? No, I said that would be great. That'd be great. Yes, yes, for me too. For me too. I have a great country, and I'll be in Barcelona in uh, in two or three weeks. I don't remember. So if somebody also planning to to be there, I will I will personally. Mobile World Conference. Well, yeah, you you might just bump into us there. Uh, pardon me. You might meet us there. The World Mobile Congress you're going to? Yeah. Yes. You're going, Debbie? Uh, is it World Mobile Congress you're going to? Yes. Yes, yes. Uh, yes. Oh, I love that event. Have you? No, no, that's, that's my first time. That's my, I've never been. I am. Really good. And it's all, yes, I know. I heard. So I'm for this moment also. 
that should be exciting, yeah, exciting event. Yeah. And so lots of people, acquaintances and colleagues all around the world. So everybody there. Take good shoes is my advice. You don't <laughs> don't worry about having smart shoes. Take shoes you can walk miles in because the the exhibition hall is huge. I mm -hmm. and I I took smart shoes and then I went went back and put trainers on because it's just it is too far to walk a whole. Yeah. This is very very true. I think we're literally uh, bleeding yeah. after one Yes, thank you. I will I will wear something comfortable. Thank you. Mm. And see everything which is there. There's an awful lot there, and a lot of rubbish actually. I would I would stuff, I would like to announce that I would love to go. If somebody was uh, want to pay for the trip and the lodging, I'll be there. Oh, so let me know. Let me, me know. Too. Yeah, Debbie, happy to show up separately. If anyone <laughs> cares to, well, I mean, we'll split a room with you know, put a blanket like they did in the nineteen forties movies. <laughs> but the point is, floor. you have to have one foot on the floor out of the bed. Right, right. No, but anyway. I, I uh, regret I've never been able to go. I probably don't have the energy to actually walk the floor. I'm talking about with the good shoes because my feet are killing me after about 20 minutes. But, well, Yuya, that's fantastic. Uh, you and tr look up True Phone. They'll be there, right? Yeah, well, yeah, you'll probably find, find us around, strangely enough, the Ubuntu stand. Uh huh. Okay, in detail, I hear your place there, if you don't mind, of course. <laughs> Uh, no, and you'll have to make sure you get some Im invitations to the best cocktail party. Tim, Ooh. the best cocktail party, MWC, is run by Tintec. That's T-Y-N-T-E-C. Okay. And I so think my, my, the best party for the for atmosphere is Swedish beers, and I can get you an invite to that. <laughs> what do we get okay. me an invite? I live there. Swedish beers? <laughs> That's my hometown. Is it? Yeah, do you know I'm vegan? Do I know Helen? I mean, we go back such a long way. Okay, I, I didn't know I, I've, I've got Helen when she had ponytails. My God. Okay. Uh, she wasn't always the queen of mobile. She used to be the princess of mobile for a long, long time. Now I have to find some some of those old photos of Helen uh, when she was but a mere slip of a girl. Will she thank you for that? Slip of a girl. Been a while. Uh, she, she she may have photos of you, James, in the same era. <laughs> Photos of me when I had hair and a ah, waistline. That was a while back. <laughs> yeah, it was a yeah a bit of a while ago. Uh, Amadine and I are also going to be um, in town for Barcelona. Um, I think Matrix is going to be based out of the end. So if anybody wants to come over to the hall eight point one, I think um, <laughs> we'll be buried in the depths of open market land and come say hi. Excellent. As an artist started because of World Mobile Congress. Hmm? Oh. Tell the story. We don't know it. Um, I was hired by her to go and video, um, to make, I make videos as well, a very documentary style. So my first career was as a television producer and director, and Helen Keegan there with the UKTI, um, UK Trade Investment, and Mobile Monday to do some coverage of their event. But I'm in the UKTI um, stand, and I had to film about six different companies, one of which was a company called Cute Circuit that made interactive technology. And this was like five years ago, and they'd been going for five years by that point. And they had made a thing called a hug shirt, which was basically a jacket that responded to a digital trigger on a mobile phone. Um, so you could bring your, you, you could, uh, the, the jacket received a hug from your mom, would contract and hug you in such a manner as your mother would, or you could have a hug from a girlfriend or a boyfriend and it would 
hug various parts of your anatomy depending on <laughs> and um i had never seen anything like this in my life and uh and i guess you probably won't see it <laughs> and um i they were called cute circuit and i remember filming I, I got back home and i googled them and then i just you know you just kind of get lost in the web of world of wearable technology and materials that responded to digital triggers and um that was it. I was hooked and started making my own wearable art. And uh, yeah, and that's seen me. Uh, I've just been, weirdly, I was on a big cute circuit in Mar June last year, um, who are now heralded as one of the top leading people in wearable technology. I'm going to appear in a book that Bloomsbury are bringing out um, in summer, summer of this year. What sort of book? It's called Smart Materials, and it's been written by a researcher at Trent University who, who has decided that she has interviewed the top 15 people in the wearable technology space who have contributed knowledge to that area. Um, apparently, I'm the, per the only person that she came across that could actually be bothered to try and learn a little bit about electronics um, so that a slightly informed conversation with the electronics engineers that I work with. And... Um, just basically, I've kept, I've done quite a lot of what materials worked, what materials didn't, what the standards were for being able to sell wearable stuff afterwards. Um, and apparently I've contributed a knowledge pool around this subject, so I'm going to appear in her book, which is going to be targeted at degree students working in wearable and smart fabrics. That's excellent. Can, can I just ask the people, but we're showing the film strip, how many of you have wearable devices of any kind that are connected ever. I'll raise my hand because I have one. Anybody else? Watch, uh, wristband, anything that's connected, Bluetooth, whatever. Just, just, just audio headsets. <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, I bought first Sony Watch, but uh, they didn't work properly. So that, that was my first attempt to, to, to take something clearable. Okay, Dan York. I'm oh. sorry, Julia. I, I uh, spoke over you for a second. I just wanted to announce, uh, Dan York joined us, and he's coming from some exotic place where there was a big meeting, and he's been traveling for 800 hours. So, hey, Dan, it's great for you to make the effort. Thank you. Good to be here, Randy. Uh, the 9%, we're talking about Internet of Things and, and wearables and stuff. Um, not that that's the same thing, I guess, but similar. Um, Dan, uh, you came up with a figure that was something like 9% IP6 at the meeting uh, that's uh was impressive but then thinking about it not so much okay so <laughs> i'm putting <laughs> you on the spot you, you've been traveling yeah. i know you don't you're going to be too weak to defend but go ahead no no so i was at the uh the internet corporation versailles names and numbers or i can at their one of the three meetings that happen each year and that's all the system and yeah there was this they there was a gentleman who presented about the, the process of, con of configuring a, a show network in a convention center, 100 people. And so to people who are into, you know, networking and, you know, data center porn, I guess you'd say, as far as like the kind of, you know, all the exciting stuff to us about the, how the network was put together. It was quite fascinating to understand, you know, how they have to ship basically, you know, a container of gear, you know, to go and, and create a, a network out of that. In the midst of that, he's, he did some IPv4 versus IPv6 metrics and found that something on the order of 9% of the traffic coming out of there was uh, was um, which when you consider that a lot of the market, a lot of the people who are there 
um, are business related. Um, a lot of the ICANN meetings at this point around the, the new generic top level domains, you know, .book, .bank, .buzz, .guru, .whatever. And so there's a lot of um, more marketing business non-techies. So that you have that much IPv6 happening in a space when there's a lot of um, non-technical users uh, is, is actually, you know, I mean, if they're going to places like Facebook and Wikipedia, you know, any of the Google sites, then they're all, then they're going over IPv6. But it's actually interesting Internet of Things because that was within the small technology segment of what happens at the ICANN meeting. We actually had a whole discussion around the internet because there's a couple of different scenarios for sort of how the internet of things you know may shake out in terms of architecture protocols etc and some of them could start to put more of a demand on, on the dns infrastructure if they're starting to identify things by actual domain names start to connect to devices using a domain name and you have a whole or you know or, or devices phoning home using a uh, domain name and suddenly you have you know hundreds of like, other sensors within a house within a lot of houses that are all pinging out to DNS <laughs> you know at the thing to go to and, and go back there so you know discussions around if Internet of Things rolls out to the degree we're talking about it what will will there be impacts on DNS and and a lot of it I think comes back to do you have devices that connect to a an in-home let's just do the home but could be a, you know could be a building whatever you devices that connect to a, a local hub, connect to that local device, and then connect across the internet to the cloud or whatever? Or do you have all the devices connecting across the internet to back to some central servers and things? And those architectural decisions um, you know, could have impacts on the underlying infrastructure of the internet. So it's interesting to think about and see where all this goes. I think the fantastic job of defending yourself for a man who's been traveling for something like 28 hours, probably. I just want a show of hands for those of you connected over IPv6. Anybody? One, two. I wave my hand. Matthew. And I don't understand the I'm question. Amandine, IPv6. You probably are, Debbie, actually. Yeah. <laughs> if you're where I think you are, you are connected over IPv6. And I'm not. And I'm not because my cable provider... I had to upgrade to get a new modem because I I paid them more money to get a faster gave me a broken cable modem that wouldn't oh, support IPv6. All right, let's let's uh, jump to this demo, this dangerous demo, because it's so dangerous it may disappear. Any there's I've uh, put uh, James's uh, yeah danger is my name. James is looking at uh, comment. James, what are you doing? Um, well, middle this name. is uh, the as yet unreleased matrix client um and uh, in fact if i go back a page um i've got all these um channels which are hanging off our, our true phone matrix server one of them is this one at the top vuc.matrix.org which is um connected in federated in with irc so and let the, me type something in there yeah so if anybody listening to this if you've got access to the vuc irc channel uh, type something in and you'll see it appear on my iPhone. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yes uh, folks, go ahead. Obscenities are us. Do whatever you want. Um, it's deliberately ugly, I should um, hasten to add. Because it's just a reference example of a client yeah. that you can build on Matrix on iOS. But I think it's the first time that anyone has really seen it out in the world unless they've gone and built it themselves. Um, the thing is that we've actually added some push notifications to this in the last week or so. 
So Truefone, who have been playing with their iOS clients, are now getting um, lots and lots of push coming in. I imagine we can configure both by the um, uh, per person and per room and the contents of the room, which um, is kind of exciting. And it's synchronized across all of your devices so that um, you can uh, basically store all of the content in the server. And as far as I know, nobody provides that level of configurability on a chat service, so you get pushed for precisely you're interested in. Um, I, presumably, we can demonstrate this, and James, if you um, go out to the app and put it on the log screen, and I can try messaging into the channel, and we can see what happens, but turned on, and you're on a um, recent build. Where is it? It's in here somewhere, isn't it? Um, it's towards the top, I think, in the settings. Enable push. So it should be on. Have you been getting push? Uh, I have, but I turn it off. <laughs> ah, so you probably turned it off in the um, um, system settings. Well, if you can turn it back on, doing well, uh, a message I, I, th I think that's turned back on. So if I go back, back home, uh, and back into. Be sure so to show I, your password while you're doing. So, uh, so if you send me a message now, we'll see whether I get a push message. Okay, so I'm going to type let's see into hash BUC, and by default it goes and everything, but of course that isn't coming through because it's a live dangerous demo, and I bet you've gone and turned it off in the um, system. In here. Yeah. I think you're probably right. Let's have a look. We can see all the apps. Which, oh, uh, password. Oh, we can watch this now. Yeah, here we go. Here we go. Let me focus. So what for? I'm looking for Matrix, aren't I? Yeah, Matrix console. Should we How know? much rubbish have I got on my iPhone? <laughs> Why have we got six different Tinder apps installed? <laughs> ah, yes. Personalities, aren't they? Yes, James, we would, we would expect nothing less of you than having a, too many apps. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I, to I had to the Sims. get a new iPhone because I just filled it up with apps. Uh, uh, once I tried to use James's MacBook for a demonstration, and I couldn't believe how long it took me to find I'd started under the <laughs> mound of windows that were layered on top of each other. <laughs> I, try, I, I started to clear it up, and then he got very upset that I was deleting things. That he, so, um, yeah, that didn't work very well. Don't blame him. Tim, the, the, the line is, this is not the app you're looking for. Yeah. Uh, yeah, anyway. No, I haven't got the beard at the moment, so I can't do that. No. No, but uh, in fact, Dan has. Dan could probably do it quite well. What? He's got the wrong app. It's like, you could use two <laughs> the things app you're looking for. to do this. <laughs> yeah, this is not. Anyway, so um, notifications did work, but I turned... What the heck is that you've just sent me? Sorry, I just went and uh, did a vanity photo of myself um, taking in a reflection of an old 33-inch <laughs> MCO um, just to um, show that it's not just that in Matrix and that, uh, indeed, the photos come up in real time um, on mm -hmm. iOS. And in fact, we send a thumbnail in advance of the image. Um, so you get really low latency um, image coming through um, there. But yeah, basically, this was just a preview of the iOS client and showing the configurable push. You can only configure it on the, on the web thing at the moment, but I, I can perhaps go and quickly share my screen and show what that looks like. Um, yeah, uh, Michael wants to know what client. Oh, yeah, of course. We've got Android as well. You can get that right now from matrix.org slash Jenkins. You can pull it out of our continuous integration server. I'm afraid we haven't packaged you more nicely than that. But um, you can see the web client view of the same um, conversation here, hopefully for me. Yeah, if you can't. Um, and the, 
the code is open source as well, isn't it? Completely open here, so you can build your own um, client, you can fork it, and you know, really, we're, we're really moving towards the open Hangouts um, style environment where anybody can run chat server, their own chat client, and customize and skin it, and uh, etc. as needed. Um, so Matthew, I'm just looking at your screen, over on the left side, we're seeing all the different channels on Matrix, but then you've also got IRC in there as well, or is that a... Yeah. So IRC is bridged into Matrix. Um, so okay. hash VUC on matrix.org is through to VUC on Freenode, and, and that's where we're messing around at the moment. So, and some of these other channels we have there are bridged through to IRC. Some of them are one-to-one -one chats within Matrix. The hope is that we go and um, integrate and federate with as many different silos as possible. So what would be lovely is if Wire ever decided to expose their database into Matrix so you can get it yeah. through third-party services and customers. And in fact, going back to your IoT thing. Um, at Falstem, we did a full IoT demo because Matrix latent data in the end. If you go and double click on one of these things, like um, Michael asking about Android clients here, then you can see the, the JSON is sitting there. And it's just a um, tech message type. But for the IoT demo, we went and started putting telemetry in from Amandine's car. Um, so we had a um, ODB2 um, adapter on which was talking Bluetooth to uh, Android phone that was then talking the Matrix HTTP API to put it into her Matrix server that federated it over to our Matrix server in real time using D3 in JavaScript. And so we did a live demo of looking at the RPMs and the fuel efficiency and all that sort of thing um, coming up um, on the web client. Because in the end, it's just a big distributed um, PubSub database for mm. any kind of data. We think this might be the kind of missing ingredient for the Internet of Things. You know, uh, also see that Michael was uh, 62 years old there. Can I just ask everybody, we have a great and very diverse panel of folks here. I'm going to ask you all to unmute and just say or two about, and that includes you, Amandine, and Andy Smith, and everybody else, uh, in your turn. And I'll, I'll name you, and then you can tell me the answer to this question. So the question is, what text do you use to communicate with most of the people you talk to each day? And that would the choices are Skype, SMS, text, uh, wire, uh, you know, on and on and on. So, Amandine, I, Matrix is, you might like to answer Matrix. Um, you know, for the bulk of your friends or people that you speak to with text chat daily, what is your main channel, please? Well, it's still something we've built ourselves, which is the Bla app. Uh, we did okay. sports in Brazil, and I converted my friends and family to it <laughs> to uh, enforce it. So that's the main channel with non-work people, and work people are, of course, all over Matrix. Sure. And there is a bit of hangouts. And you need to eat your own dog food, as they six would be perfect for that. And it's Andy Smith up next. Now, Andy's uh, the guy that I can... He's the only person I can count on to answer a hangout a Google chat. At what you speak now hangouts andy what's your main thing though it's an interesting question because Too many. every day i will use matrix i will use skype will probably use HipChat. um i may well use wire and i will use google plus and also text messaging as well um it's i, I talk to various various people mm. but and each has, has their, their own preference. So if, mm. if they could all get nicely plugged into Matrix, I'd just use Matrix, and that would be that. This challenge. Dan, you're next. Uh, what's, I, I'm going to guess Skype for you, by the way, but go ahead. Uh, you'd be wrong. Because oh. actually, it's funny. I have this one that Andy has, and this is actually what I wrote about in my post um, back in December about the, the directory problem and the challenge that you have of 
with any service, I mean, including Matrix, all that to get that population of people on there so it becomes useful to people to use. But I mean, if I think of what I do, you know, for work, it's mostly Jabber because it's all open standards, all that. But for my own personal connections, a lot of it is I, is iMessage through to people who are iPhone. Um, it's, uh, it's Facebook Messenger for other folks like that. It's Skype and it's Wire. Um, and maybe occasionally the Hangout, you know, message from that. But, you know, it's, it's, a, it's this whole concoction of different stuff. Message, isn't iMessage what? and Facebook both XMPP anyway, though, or Jabber? Well, yeah, but they're behind. They're, uh, okay. Well, they're Apple and Facebook's right. Jabber, right? Okay. Debbie, you're next. How do people reach you? I've always wondered, by the way, because you don't answer Twitter very much. Nobody said Twitter, by the way. No, I do. bad. Um, I um, Twitter direct messaging I use okay. every day with um, certain people. Um, trying to migrate them over to using WhatsApp because I can say more in WhatsApp than I can on a Twitter DM, which is probably why they don't want to convert because they think I talk to you. Um, and I've just started using Facebook Messenger. I've just started using Facebook after years of resisting it, and people now know Facebook, then they send um, messages through to me on Facebook Messenger. So, But they have to be... Uh, the problem with Facebook is you have to friend somebody, and that means a yeah. lot of connotations, like watching their stream and stuff. Um, James is next. I mean, James is like the octopus of this stuff. He's He's got the most sims of anybody and panels of anybody. And he's the hardest person to reach. James? I'm not. You can always What's your number one channel, James? Snapchat? Well, I don't have to use them all. Yeah, I knew that. That's, uh, but that's but, your problem. That is exactly still, the problem. We still do quite a lot of SIP. You can uh, put yourself back on. We don't uh, need. We also do quite a lot of and I Slack. tend to use Slack because uh, it's got a very customizable back end, and so we, we we keep on plugging things into it. For example, we're doing some some work, uh, some demo stuff for MWC with a Sri Lankan company, and we've got that configured so that every time they try and make any calls or try to do anything with our interest, tells us, and that's quite useful. Um, and of course, and of course yes, Matthew, we, we do use Matrix more and more and more. Because it's complicated, the idea, the concept of having a federated um, central core is very, very attractive. So um, in many cases, you know that you want to talk to me, but you don't know. Um, in fact, let's stop that screen sharing, then you will see me. Yeah, I, we need to, you need to see you, James. I like how the heckle. Can heck All right, James, we've spent enough James, we spent enough time with you. Next is Nam. Matthew, your channel. You have to exclude a matrix. What besides Matrix? Because obviously, for reasons of what you do all day, you're on Matrix. But what else? Uh, I guess I have very well-defined preferences for different um, FIPs. So, uh, I mean, my main one has always been IRC because I'm a geek. In fact, our company existed as an IRC channel for about three years before it got incorporated about 15 years ago now. So it gives you an idea of just how much IRC is in our DNA there. Um, obviously, Matrix is replacing IRC or at least um, assimilating IRC. But other than that, on the personal side, um, I am indeed, I use Blah a lot with um, my friends and family. And um, something I use quite a lot is a secure messaging app called Prima, which is done by some guys in Switzerland, I think, which has um, uh, some fairly sophisticated end-to-end -end crypto. So whenever I'm feeling paranoid, that works pretty well, too. And I think that's um, my own why, obviously, um, why? for just general um, group chat um, uh, as well, which... 
uh, is fun to face. I don't know what it is. There's something quite compelling about the polish on the user experience. And well, I wish it federated into Matrix, but we'll, we'll see what happens. There. That's what, true. What was the name of the uh, secure app you used? I missed hearing it. It's called Prima. So it's um, like the number three MA, and it stands for um, end-to-end encryption three um, uh, and then MA on the end to make it more pronounceable. Okay, next is Michael Graves. I don't know what he's going to say because he's reachable on a lot of channels, except he's got no audio for the moment or he's not hearing me. Michael, wake up. There you go. probably use more uh, IRC to more than anything else, but not so much anything others. Might be worth mentioning that ZipDX itself, we're on a call right now, and ZipDX also has a built-in client. So that's, you know, about eight channels open right now. Wire Matrix, ZipDX is one, although nobody, we're not using it. Uh, and of course, the Hangout. The Hangout has a chat, and I'm on IRC and too low. Uh, but I jump my well, turn. Some are application, some are application specific, right? Like yeah. ZipDX chat is really only just for people moderating a call or, or on a call. Um, Wire is good, except since all you guys are on the other side of the planet, Wire goes quiet for me in the afternoon. Oh. True. Well, we'll see what we can do about that. Next up is Tim, I know, uses used to use Skype a lot because of the cor- corporate culture before. I don't know now. Yeah, no, no. So at the moment, I'm using Wire um, for work data, um, mostly. Uh, depends on pretty much on who who wants me to use what. I mean, um, so work-wise, I just... The, the current people are suggesting. Um, so, you know, Slack or Yammer or whatever. Um, for me, personally, I quite like um, Twitter DMs seem to work quite well. Lightweight client, da-da-da. So I kind of tend to use that. And then amongst my Facebook Messenger. Sure. So, yeah, you keep on calling me on Facebook because you've learned that it, it's much louder than all the other clients. It's the only one, it's the only one you can reach, James, on. You'll use- Yulia's next. Um, Yulia, how, what uh, chat clients or, or instant messaging do you use? Yulia, yeah, I'm yeah, I'm sure when I told it it's another messenger. Messenger. It was it wasn't just another messenger. It's beautiful, but I'm I'm reachable, so I have eight messengers on my smartphone, and it's including all this uh, WhatsApp, um, Hangouts, uh, Skype, etc. And also I have two local messengers. Uh, from local, I have three local messengers, I mean, which is popular in CIS. Uh, but I personally prefer WhatsApp. Um, for me, it's quite intuitive. I have all functions I need. For example, I can see when another person was online. I uh, can um, I can save all uh, chat and send it to email. And um, it's it's quite simple and intuitive, and it has everything I, I need. And uh, like um, like a cherry in a in a cake, um, it was created by Ukrainian, so that's why I prefer WhatsApp. <laughs> okay, both that's great. New York, uh, no one mentioned Yammer, and I know that you and I tested it not together, but I mean, you you were kind of big on it at one time. Uh, I I still get messages from uh, emails from them. Yeah, Yammer does this. Yammer. Does. Any comments on that? That was huge at one time. What's happening with that? Well, so I'm now in the second organization that I tr- that we tried using Yammer and it faded out. Um, I think in large part because you know you go back to the directory challenge, but you go back to the also issue of being yet another place to check. Yeah. Um, which is quite honestly the same reason I haven't in- gotten engaged in Slack as much because it is you know yet another place for me to yep. go and and check and engage with people. At some point, you know, I I only have 
so many so many brain cells to allocate attention to different things and 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 Yammer is one that I've seen now with two organizations. It started out as something that people were using and then and then it kind of tailed off. I, I think because of this, you know, yet another place to be, yet another thing. And, and like say, you know, Facebook um, or Google Plus or something where you're there for your own personal things, um, it, you know, it more. Um, I think Yammer suffered from that. And the big thing with Yammer actually that killed it off for me was they did away with the Mac OS client uh-huh. and they had just the, the web. And, you know, for me, web client alone doesn't work because in my normal day of work and the stuff I do, I'll have, you know, a dozen different windows open, each of which have 10 or 12 something. So for me to try to go find my Yammer tab or to be something I go back into, it, it just didn't happen for me. So... Uh, that was a big thing to me that took took me out of that space. You know, if you think about it, I, I was just thinking, well, you know what we really need is some kind of hub that brings all this stuff together. So, hey, call me on hey, Skype, call be? me on this. But, you know, that hub is called the cell phone, right? So your well, phone, but I mean, if you've got all these apps that are going to notify you, James will be the first to say, uh, I mean, you know, thigh is buzzing. My thigh is vibrating all day, you know, basically. Well, the problem is it does all the time. Yeah. And in fact, it's not one thigh, it's both thighs. And my <laughs> both thighs. Thighs. Yeah. You've got your Batman belt that's got it's those little things on it. It's, 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 back, it's back to Debbie's huggable jacket, basically. Yep. You need that. You built the most expensive hugging, hugging jacket in the world by putting spell- cell phones all around you. <laughs> but that's the thing, right, is notifications become useless when there's too many of them. Too and many. also, quite honestly, I mean, for me, it's very light. Yep. You know, I mean, I don't, I don't have all these apps running in the background because they chew up battery. And they make my, you know, my my cell phone becomes less useful because of that. A few. So, so that's changing actually now that the apps don't need to run. Um, the way that notifications work on cell phones is is interesting, is rich enough that you don't need to run. I mean, presumably Matthew's just spent a while in this space trying to work out how to optimize it, and it's an in, there's a, a fun of of functionality that you can extract from a notification with or without having your client running, um, which is, I mean, there's there's options there as a developer. There's a like, whoa, what do I do? But um, but at least yeah, there are been, some possibilities. Yeah. We've been doing this for some time, and you, you, you just don't have the app uh, running all the time, but you just spawn the process when you get an APNS uh, notification. That's much better. But, in, but Randy, back to your question, how we've attempted to solve this within the IM world, you know, you've got some cases like, I mean, a lot of people, myself included, run the, the ADM or ADM client on our Macs and on, on the Windows side that, um, that, bring, you know, that brings together all your IM accounts into one app so then you can communicate out and have a unified chat client side. You know, on a, on a, you know, you've got that as one solution and you've got the other one, which I think Matthew is certainly trying to do with Matrix to do that on the back end, a federated environment there. And, you know, two different ways. And a lot of the federation in the IM space wound up breaking down because people wouldn't federate. Right. You know, so we had to solve it on the client side in some cases. Of course, uh, Google killing Google Talk or Chat or what? I've got confused with all these marketing names, but I mean that you just said for that channel, uh, Facebook. I just discovered recently, thanks to Tim, that you can actually talk to people on Facebook, as it were, there on mess of an XMPP client. And they make there's one for Android, and there's of course uh, you can use iMessage on Mac for that. I didn't even know that until he told me. So oh, yeah. Sir. 
Also What's that? Know, that's going to end of life in May, if I remember correctly. Oh, and really? Well, the XMPP link for well, all of Google Talk itself uh, is getting shut right. down. Right. No, but yeah. I mean, right, right, right. But I'm talking about uh, the Facebook end, it, unless they've put it into XMPP as well. Well, if yeah. you know Tim, you know that he specializes in end of life protocols. <laughs> no, no, no. It's, 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 it's more that I kill them. I get interested in them, and, and that kills them dead. Stay away from Matrix, Tim. Well, I was going to say you're completely safe because I will not adopt any federated protocol <laughs> um, until I find one that's secure and to, that, that has secure um, identity and identity that where I don't have to trust the lying clown who set up a server a long way away. Yeah. Um, and because, you know, my experience with phone on my desk and my SMS and email is that over a few years, you will get a constant stream of of, of noise that animal by a factor of 100 to 1. And that, that's the, the thing that, that kills you. And James is about to ring my red phone and prove that any idiot around the world. Uh, like yes. I thought the red phone was because you were a superhero. Um, no, the red phone, it says on my, on my LinkedIn thing, the red phone is there to remind me all telecommunications has changed in 60 years. Oh. And I know you only get insurance uh, accident claim calls on that these days. And... Oh, I get, yes, pretty much. Um, occasionally I get real people, but, you know, very, very rare. Uh, Fred, mentioned, Fred, mentioned some, Fred mentioned something worth uh, repeating here, by the way, which is, oh, integrates with Facebook. He's responding to somebody's question. Thomas asked about it. And it's true that Jitsi does XMPP, and it's been around for a while, and it works very, very well, and it'll talk to, uh, well, we don't want to mention Google Talk again because there's something like February 16th. They're killing it. What a shame that is, by the way, because I kind of live on that part of the It's too bad that you can't use that anymore. But anyway. Everybody has their own agenda. It's like reading newspapers. Uh, every media has their own agenda, and every has their own agenda. Except Matrix isn't a silo, so it's okay. I think there's an interesting um, uh, uh, kind of s process maybe happening. I've seen a number of these of physical items that notify you of something. I saw a really nice IoT thing that somebody had done. They had a... Um, it's almost like a cuckoo clock, but they had this thing, and that, and the physical position of the hand showed where they were in their day. So in the office, the sort of barometer swung round to office and sat there. And then when he was like, you know, traveling or something, or whatever, so the kids could come home and look and say, oh, on his way home, and Aww. knew physically from this thing that was sitting in the kitchen, and 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 it was a physical hand that moved. And I, I actually, I'm, I'm warm. I spent Debbie does this kind of stuff as well with, with the, you know, um, things that physically react or change their, okay. their look depending on mm. external. Uh, but, I, but I think I'm actually, you know, that's the best thing about the red phone is the tactile experience. It sounds great and it feels like something real. Uh, and I, I, you know, I, I, I've, I've said red phone a couple of times. I should kind of wave it at you just in case you're. You know, um, but that, that thing is brilliant. So I think we may be in for a resurgence of, of physical devices that notify you about your friend's status. That's a random thought. Well, my watch, actually, um, it buzzes oh, whenever yeah. somebody you says something. You're vibrating your wrist. Yeah, you? yeah, yeah, you did. Well, you did, and it gets my attention. Um, the, <laughs> it does. The, the pants works less well for me. I think it's an age thing. I'd like to go by and see what everybody has to say about maybe re you know, looking at what they're doing. This is one of those, you know, self. Oh, good. There it is. 
<laughs> gotcha. I couldn't remember what your number was. Oh, sorry, Tim. The red phone number? We should publish it. Right. Know what Tim's red phone number is. No, we don't want to do that. So, um, let's. Uh, why don't we conclude with anything we may have forgotten from uh, what anybody was... Or if you want to just give a URL for where people... People could reach you or Twitter or a whatever. Or, or a red phone number. Because, yeah, or a red phone number. Because this has been a fantastic. Appreciate every one of you coming tonight. This is fantastic. I'm really pleased. And uh, you've all taken the time to do it. I'm going to call on Amandine because she's on my extreme left on me to say if you have a final comment or how people can reach you, if you want to get Twitter followers or you want people to know about Matrix, what would you like to say as your concluding shot, Amandine? Uh, well, I guess we can uh, remind that uh, all the information org and uh, on Twitter. Um, I had something about this whole uh, idea of uh, getting the clients together, but I'm I lost it, so I'm sorry <laughs> if I recall before the end. I'll come up with it. But, um, yeah, you lost it. Okay, I do that all the time, so don't worry about it. Andy Smith is next. Andy, anything you'd like to contribute? Yeah, I, I think so. I, me here, having talked about all these different messengers, and the more that I think about this, uh, in that and Tim saying that he wouldn't uh, use anything now pretty much that's encrypted, once end-to-end -end encryption is there within Matrix, all the rest all, all become redundant. As long as you know, as long as you can federate into them, so I'm all for for I'm behind Matthew and Amandine here very much with Matrix, and uh, that's what I'm looking forward to in, in the future. I think part of our community, and that's important. Mr. York is next, and then he's going to be able to go get some rest. Who, where right. do people find you, Dan? You're all over the internet. Um, well, I mean, people can find me at Dan York on many social networks, or danyork.me is my site that brings together all my writing and audio and everything else. But I think, you know, this, the part I heard on here was quite fascinating, but I, I go back to this directory problem that we have, um, this challenge that we have in general. And I think, I know Jim put a link to the article I wrote in, um, and I'm putting, I'm going to be publishing an updated version of that soon. But, you know, we have this challenge that we're looking at the space and you look at the identity providers like Facebook and Google and Apple and, and all of these different players who are kind of by default becoming the identities that people use out there in some cases in some places. And, and it's interesting to think about how do we really want, what choices, what do we want the internet to look like in terms of, of access and, and in terms of reaching and, you know, do we want to, you know, have all of these different walled gardens that we have to go into to run, you know, eight different messaging apps, Randy, so that you can meet all these people, um, you know, or how do we unify them in different ways or, or how do we work with that? And, and is, it, is it the case that ultimately, you know, Facebook wins or Google wins and everybody just uses that or WhatsApp or pick your app, you know, or is it that we somehow figure out how to navigate through this? Um, when those big players don't have financial incentives to, to federate as well. So I think it's going to be a very interesting time in this time ahead to look at how we do, how we make this work in some way to be able to, you know, to, to have that messaging and be able to reach with them. I think we've got a lot of interesting choices ahead of us. Agreed. We're going to move to Debbie. I'm trying to get uh, Debbie's, uh, if I could just click on this. <laughs> Debbie, we're going to put your Twitter up here just for okay. fun. But uh, what would be well, your... I'm I'm always looking to collaborate with people. Um, one of the 
one of the exciting things about working as an artist that is that I'm I'm determined to work with other people's technology. It can be yeah, some fun had working with people from a completely different discipline. So, if there's any tech you want to try out? Um, I can interesting enough for people who wouldn't normally engage with you to to uh, take an interest because I think art is a real gateway into people going, oh, how does that thing on a visual level? So. So that's yeah, an interesting thought. Debbie does Matrix. Mm. Debbie does Matrix. <laughs> like, yeah, after I've done America and, yeah, I haven't heard that before. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, well, James, that uh, brings it to you, in fact. Debbie, thanks a million for joining us. It won't be your last. No, I hope not. No, Great. I, I hope not, too. Um, yeah, I, I'm going to go completely different direction to Dan. I mean, for me... I have so many to always get through, but the problem is not people getting through to me. It's me deciding who I want to talk to because all the time, all of my channels are all lit up all, and lots of people want to talk to me, but I then have to choose who I talk to. So it's an opposite problem for me. It's all who can talk. And I, I'd like to introduce things like um, the, the concept of precedence. How important is that phone call? And if the person call, calling me only rates it as a one or two on a scale of one to ten, then there's no way they're going to get through to me. I, I'll only oh my goodness, you're, you're channeling Alexander about eight years ago, aren't you? I owed him, yeah. Yeah, yeah my brother Alec. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but anyway, that, that, that's my thought. And, that is a problem. Uh, and remember, phone numbers, PSTN, E164 numbers are not dead. They've got a long way to go yet. What, well, what, are, those, what are those things, James? <laughs> they're how are the world, actually, Dan. Um, and the sweet spot to be is in, in the area in which um, the F world meets the ITU, in that nice little bit where they overlap, and that's where I live. So that's me. Well, maybe IPv6 addresses, you know, they're so easy well, to remember and talk about. Oh, IP, yeah. oh, IP. <laughs> All right, let's move on to Matthew, Matrix, and what else? Matrix, Matrix. I mute myself. I can talk about more than Matrix. Right. Um, Matrix, Matrix is awesome, 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 Matrix. <laughs> so, um, yes, obviously, you can find out about it on Matrix.org, which I hasten to my got updated a few weeks ago and has now got a dodgy um, um, animation on the front page, which I urge you to look at. Uh, a beautiful animation <laughs> that um, you should go and pull around with, and that's got all of our details on it. Um, in terms of uh, like final leaving thoughts, I, I think um, on a has a great um, subject matter here with the whole directory and this whole question of how you go about um, uh, how we actually unify any of these communications. Work them on the client. Do we federate them on the back end? Do we go for consolidation and assume that everyone's going to be using WhatsApp two years from now? I mean, it, it's a really, really interesting to be involved this. And I think the thing that's changed the most is that end users, um, just normal folks, are starting to realize how fragmented their communication is. I mean, I'm doing my um, uh, trade mag um, article for MWC last night, which is why we're both a bit asleep now. <laughs> and um, uh, the, one of the examples is in the WebRTC world, how do you call someone on WebRTC? Well, you go and send them a URL by email or instant messaging, and you then force them to use that app. And if you go and call, voice call them or video call them or chat with them, it, that's just a catastrophically bad user experience. Why should I be forcing you to go and use my app in your URL? 
I mean, imagine if every time your phone rang, um, the user interface of your phone magically transformed to be that of the phone which was calling you. iOS phone would suddenly come up with an Android UI. <laughs> People would go nuts. They wouldn't accept it. So why should we um, accept that for uh, WebRCC? So obviously, we hope we'll uh, provide the federated backbone for everything to go and talk to everything else. Um, who knows? And uh, yeah, it's interesting that end-to-end -end encryption is becoming more and more topical. Going back to what um, Andy said, it's also interesting that end-to-end -end encryption is federation's um, nemesis. Because by definition, if you've got end-to-end -end crypto, how different silo. If it's talking a different end-to-end -end encryption standard, or if it's not encrypted, then you have to break the crypto to bridge and gateway into that other silo. Reasons we've been a bit slow on doing our end-to-end -end crypto, because we want to make it as interoperable as possible. Ideally, we want to interoperate with WhatsApp, which uses um, Axolotl, um, uh, kind of, uh, it's a standard um, for key ratcheting. But there are, uh, there are some problems with that too. But um, we're looking forward to doing it. And certainly the feedback from the recent stuff has been that people really want their crypto. So it will be coming real soon now. Until then, yeah, we, want be playing, we, we want, want our crypto. crypto. We want our crypto. Hey, Matthew, you know that uh, all of you are behind what you folks are doing. So thank you for the efforts. Michael, uh, I just want to get your, because I can never remember which it is. Your URL for the blog is... I'm going to type it in, mgraves.org. Uh, Michael writes, many of you may not know this, but Michael writes a lot of reviews about hardware and has a lot of interesting things on that blog. It's not limited to VoIP. There's a lot of home automation stuff. In fact, next week we're going to be talking to Grandstream about their security stuff, and Michael's going to be... Tim Panton, what would you like to be known for if this was your last night on the Internet? Oh, God, really? Um, <laughs> no, well, whatever. Uh, well, I tell you, I mean, interest is actually much more around um, anthropology. Mm -hmm. I think think what, what you're, you're, you're all describing a problem, but you're describing technical solutions to it. And I think that you have to step back from it and work out what, what the user actually and what they will naturally accept. And I think, think that's actually around the anthropology of the problem. About, I'm you actually know, working with an anthropologist at the moment here in Berlin. Cool. I, I'll have to come out and visit. A user, we um, user experience workshop with um, an anthropologist and a guy called Chris Adams, who's done a lot of UX and design um, in London. But but I think I think any solution that doesn't take into account the way that we manage our friends will fail on the federation on on the on James's problem of do I want to talk to them? I think we have to we have to get back to understanding. How to, this was supposed to be a short turned out that way. But anyway, so my thing is anthropology. I'm really interested in, in the crossover between anthropology and real-time communication because I think there's something new to do there. It is yet, but I think it's interesting. Snapchat. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. Like, you know, oh, picture of a thousand words or I whatever. Think they've, I think they've cracked it. We don't want to – we'll have a whole number on that because it's, it's fascinating stuff. Anyway, Julia – uh, final words, or how can people reach you if you allow you? Cause... Yes, thank you once again for invitation. As I said, I have lots of messages. I have all uh, type of messengers except Twitter. Huh. And uh, I, I don't know, I just don't have. And you easily can reach me, and I'm always will answer. I will try to answer maybe with, uh, my email, Yulia. No, or it's better to ask Ryan because it's quite difficult to spell. And... Um, 
about messengers as I told you because it's too much and I'm so waiting when somebody will finally create one mess one uh, I mean uh, like an integrator of other messengers so I've one up and it's all uh, but other people but I use many messengers for convenience of other people. And about anthropology, yes, for, for, for digital is quite a new stuff. But I read uh, last uh, month's very great book by Phil Barden. It's like marketing. I, I see just now on uh, local language, this, um, it's like um, Phil Barton, I will say I will send the link. Explain lots of stuff. How how we how we how people react, how they uh, use their attention, etc. Colors, what what colors better use, what's um, better use for achieve some uh, some targets, and so I will send the link. And yes, it's that something can have people react and what they really want, their insights, it's a very interesting area and it's something that we should um, pay attention even more to it. Okay. Thank well, you. Thank, thank you so much. And I hope uh, we'll see you in uh, wherever we're going to be, Porto, Portugal, someplace, or Lisbon. Thank you, everybody. We re I really, really do appreciate it. I'm personally moved that you all showed up for this and took the time. And I know there were some secret deals. Uh, Amadine had to and uh, Matthew and everybody. So we're going to let you go with a little bit of music. And the uh, broadcast will end at the end of the music. But if anybody wants to hang out on the Hangout, we no longer be public. Thanks again. Join us next week for uh, Grandstream Security Stuff with Michael Graves. And join us every Friday. This is exciting. I mean, this is, this is the bleeding end. And we have a great community. Bye. Hey, that was the bleeding edge of the IP communications and VoIP community. We're at VUC.me on the web. Thanks to Simwood.com, who can turn you as a developer into a telco. Our hosted PBX is provided by OnSIP.com. The site at VUC.me is on Bluehost.com. We use ZipDX.com for our wideband, full-featured conference bridge. And our local rate dial-ins are from Voxbone.com. Every Friday, 12 noon Eastern Time, see you next week. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chabacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chabacasino.com welcome to the family vgw group no purchase necessary void where prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus